the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, Merry Christmas. It is the Mess It Up Podcast on our very first ever Christmas special. I feel like we should be peanuts or something like that. It's super, super exciting for me. And I got this idea sitting in church. Um, I don't know if you're like me, but when I sit in church, sometimes my mind wanders. Uh, it, it just depends on whether or not the pastor has a good message or not. Uh, on this particular day, my mind was wandering, even though it was a great message. And some stuff that uh, pastor was talking about was resonating with me. I thought, oh, I got to get him on the show. So we're going to have Aaron on the show in just a little bit. But first of all, I need to tell you about some very important things. It is Christmas. And you're probably with some people right now, but being social is really important. And I've been checking some of my social media and it's not, it's like anti-social media. Nobody is checking in on our Reddit, especially. We get some you know, traffic on the Instagram and on the uh, Facebook, but nobody's checking in on Reddit. So I'll sit there and I'll type these things and no one's there. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna type some random things every once in a while on Reddit. And it's gonna be your opportunity to win some Starbucks money uh, by just going and responding to the stuff on Reddit specifically. So check it out. It's Messed Up Ministries is the subreddit. And uh, we just talk about recovery things. Check that out. You might win some Starbucks. But you can also find us, like I said, on Instagram, on Facebook, all the regular social stuff. Uh, Twitter, we're on there too. We are on, um, oh, what's that other one that I forget? MySpace. We're on MySpace. Uh, we don't do anything on MySpace. It's still a thing. My guest is making faces right now like, huh? Yeah, it's still around. It's still a thing. I always forget about it too. So anyhow, check us out on the social. If you would like to support the ministry, Financially, we don't get any advertising money. We live completely on our uh, listener support. We're just kind of like PBS, but different. Um, so you can go to messituppodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron button, and it'll take you to our Patreon page. Or if you want, if you want to just text, you can text uh, the word MUM, M-U-M, like Messed Up Ministries, to 760 Walls CA, like the prison walls of California, and you can set up giving there to help send people into the prisons. We are gearing up to get back in there in January with uh, all kinds of uh, people and programs and things. Uh, our CR Insight is up and rolling, and our Prison Fellowship Academy is going to be starting up again. So uh, we want to get lots of people in there, buy books, buy paper, buy Bibles, all sorts of stuff. Costs money, costs money to drive, so you are helping. And what that means, because you're helping the ministry, because it's a nonprofit, that does mean that everything you give is tax deductible. And here it is, Christmas, if you're listening to this in time just in time for your year-end deductions. If you need to make a year-end gift, uh, you can make a gift to us and uh, just text that number 760-WALLS, W-A-L-L-S-C-A, and that will take you to our um, our text giving, or you can go to our Patreon page, either way you wanna do it, and we'll get you all set up. So thanks uh, in advance for that. If you wanna email me, it's uh, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. If you want to text me or call me, you're welcome to. 760-608-1942 gets you to me, the bowtie guy. And uh, hopefully you have a Merry Christmas. Right now, I've been talking too long. So I'm going to hook you up with our, our guest. And, and our guest is the guy that sometimes bores me in church. Aaron, welcome <laughs> to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you, Paul. For, yeah. Uh, it's so good to be here. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, though. Uh, a little disappointed. You, you call yourself the bow tie guy, but today you got no bow tie. I'm not wearing a bow tie. It's, you it's can a regular tie. Yeah, you can check us but, out on on the but Instagram. It is, 
I'm gonna take a picture right now. Woo! Yeah, that'll show it. Um, here's what happened. But it is a peanuts tie. It is. It is so, a peanuts tie. So that's Christmas cool. Tie. So that, yes, that, and this one is called Happy Holidays. Peanuts oh, ties yeah. have titles. Yes. Uh, so I used to be straight necktie guy before yeah. I was bow tie guy, and uh, <laughs> I have a copious amount of holiday ties, and so I I can wear one tie a day through uh, from December first until Christmas, and not wear the same tie. Wow. So during December, I do wear neckties. Uh, Christmas week, though, it'll be uh, holiday-themed bow ties. Oh, nice! Uh, so, and I was, I was well, met today. To I was sitting at Starbucks. A guy came up to me, and I had seen him before, and he had seen me wearing bow ties, and I inspired him. He's bought a bunch of bow ties today. He was wearing his first ever self-tie bow tie, so he was showing me, and he did a nice Ooh. job tying his tie. Uh, so it was it was a little odd at Starbucks to be you know accosted by a guy and just say you know hey we've got bow ties in common but yes <laughs> bow tie guy is necktie guy right here and uh, check out the Instagram you'll see the picture um, of of me and Aaron I'll try to put that up on Christmas Day but Aaron is our pastor uh, you've been in Ridgecrest now for how long just a little over a year we moved here August of 2020 and so it's exactly like where you used to live in Houston right it's nothing like where I used to live in Houston <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. It's the color's a little different. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's a little more brown here, where there's a little more green there. But yes, uh, but the the weather is way way better than Houston. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. Now you are not a native Texan. No, you bounced not. around. You're a PK. I am. I'm a PK. I, I grew up in Missouri. Uh -huh. and, a lot of people uh, say that misery. Yeah, misery. Yeah. Sometimes it can be. Uh, <laughs> sometimes uh, it depends on what team you're rooting for there. Oh but, yeah. But uh, sometimes it can be uh, it's, it can be Missouri, yeah, and so or Missouri as the natives say. I've heard that too. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah. So I was in Missouri for um, well for my my all my school years, and then uh, when I graduated high school, we moved from there to California for a couple years, and then I uh, took a youth pastor position in the Houston area. So how long so, were you in Houston? From 2001 till 2020. Okay. So 20 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's where you married your wife, started your family there. Oh, and yeah. So now you got the family, brought them out here. Yeah. Uh, pastor at beautiful Ridgecrest RCA beautiful. Church. We have, have wonderful people at our church, like like Paul and Bev, and and uh, that I can put to sleep, you know, while yeah. I preach. So. Well, you didn't put, I've never gone to sleep. <laughs> but sometimes I think about things. You you make me ponder. You're a ponderous oh, pastor, well, I'll thank, say. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. So, so uh, a not couple of weeks ago. Not Ponderosa. Pond yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the, the things that uh, happened at the beginning of the Christmas season, right after Thanksgiving, you started talking, you're doing your Christmas series. Yeah. And you said a couple of things uh, that struck me. And the first one that really hit me, I, I, I stopped and I wrote it down. Um, you were talking about uh, John, the, the yes. Gospel of John, and you said, in the beginning was the Word, and then you made the comment, you know, but the problem is I didn't understand. Can yeah. you say more about that? Because I, I just love that that idea. Yeah, so, so I love probably one of my favorite uh, openings or even passages in, in the Bible is found in John. I've always loved it. I've always been fascinating with the fact of just where it says, you know, John 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And I always found that interesting. Why Why did John choose to call Jesus the Word? Why didn't mm -hmm. he just say in the beginning was Jesus? Right. And, you know, Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. Why, why not make it very clear and very, you know, poignant in that? Yes, please. So, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, can, can you please, John, please? But, but you know, when, when we think it in, in our day, it doesn't really make But back then... 
for him to say the word as a description of Jesus made absolute sense because John is writing to both the Jews, but he's also writing to the Gentiles. And at that time, that would have been the, the, the Romans or the Greek speaking. Uh, and so they would, have, they would have understood that concept of the word. And so I, I hope you're okay if I kind of go down this avenue. Yeah, please. Because, because when John is opening, when he's opening his book, it's really verses 1 through 18 is the introduction that's going to set up the rest of the book of John. But not only the rest of the book of John, but the other books that he wrote, Revelation and John, uh, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. It really, he ties, he keeps tying all of this in. And it's, and it's, it's a beautiful foundation in which he lays. And verse 1 is the declaration mm -hmm. and it's in the beginning was the word and john is making this de declaration that listen jesus was in the beginning yeah and but for us for someone who you know well humanity humans we we think in in stages of beginning middle and end yes and so we we think in those stages so for us to look back at 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 the beginning it's hard for us to to conceive that god did not have a beginning. That God always has been. And it's just confounding. Because yes. you think back, well, okay, so wait a minute. So that, does that mean that God was young at some time? Does that mean he's old? What does he look like? Well, you know, so so you, you have, we have all these things because, well, because we're made in the image of God. Yeah. We were designed in the image of God, but we're not God. Right. We're not, we're not infinite. We're, we're finite. One day, yes, we'll be infinite. But, but it just says in the beginning. And so for us to, to really have that concept, John's making this, it's a beautiful declaration. It, it's a beautiful declaration in which, in which you make, because he's saying, listen, Jesus was in the beginning. He has been there ever since. And John 1.1 1, 1 is, uh, is, the, is the genesis of the New Testament. Right. So, because, you know, in Genesis, where Moses is writing, he says in the beginning, in the beginning. God created. So it's, it's the same opening statement, except John takes it a little bit different. He says, in the beginning was the word. Well, why is the word, why is that so important? Uh, it's, well, it's because in Greek philosophy, there was, that, that word is actually translated as logos, which is where we get our word for logic, which means it, in, in an English that means it's the, the purpose for life, the purpose of which life was given. And so, but John, he's, he's making this, this, uh, this declaration to, to the Gentiles or to the Greek-speaking people because to the Jews, they would understand. They always believed in God, mm -hmm. Jehovah. Right. They believe in Jehovah God. So so for him to say that that was natural, well, yeah, of course, God has always been there. But to the Greeks, they had a concept of a deity. They believed in many gods. Right. And so they had this concept. There was a, um, uh, a, a Greek philosopher, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name uh, because I'll just completely... Let's call him Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy the Greek. We'll just call him that. But... He had this thought that if you step into a river and you step out of the river and then you step back into the river, you're not stepping into the same river because the water is constantly fluctuating, it's constantly growing. Well, then comes the argument, well, if things are always constantly growing, things are always constantly in, in, in fluxation, then what's to keep things from, from being chaotic? Mm -hmm. Of course, then you got all this, you know, the whole chaos theory and all that stuff. So if I'm boring you, I'm sorry. Just stick with me. I got a point here. Uh -huh. So, but anyways, uh, so so there's this this concept. So this this Jimmy the Greek, we'll call uh -huh. him. Uh, I think it's like hierog 
Cleophanes or whatever his name is. It was it was a weird Greek name. But anyways, he was he was saying this that that things aren't in chaos because there is a deity, a higher form, a higher mind. Because we talk about logic as being something from the mind. It's it's things logical things that we think about. He said there was this higher mind that kept everything in balance, that kept everything uh, in control. And he's and so so to the Greeks this made sense, and so they had many gods that they worshipped, but there was there was a god that had a higher mind, a higher mm-hmm. form of mind that would keep keep everything together, and so it was logos. That's where they get that logos. Well, John, as he's writing, he says, "In the beginning was the logos or the word." So what John is doing now is speaking to the Greeks. He's he's putting a face with this deity that they believed in that was a higher mind. Yeah. He's saying Jesus is that face. Jesus is that deity that has been there in the beginning. In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And so John is, is making this beautiful declaration, but, but Paul, a declaration in itself, an expression in itself, I can, I can express something to you. And I could do it charismatically. I could do it with, with the greatest uh, you know, pomp and circumstance. I could get the, the greatest explanation. But if you don't know it, you've never seen it or you've never experienced it, so to speak, you're not going to really be able to comprehend it. So that therefore comes that statement. In the beginning was the word, but I couldn't comprehend it. Mm. So where's the connection? Yeah. And so Paul <clears throat> puts this beautiful connection together. And it's in verse 14 where it says, John. Yes, John 1, verse 14. Sorry about that. Let me make that clear. It's in John 1, 14. He makes this beautiful connection to John 1, 1. It's in the beginning was the word. But in verse 14, that really compliments it, says, and the word became flesh. Mm. Which is why we celebrate Christmas. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I always get about John, because this is a, a, a debate that I've had with a lot of biblically minded, you know, people is where do you start you know you got a new christian and and in prison ministry this is an important thing what do you give to people and um a lot of people have a lot of opinions on it you don't get many people to say oh start with luke that a lot of people don't go there uh i tend to say i like to start people if you're a new christian start with mark yes a lot of people like john because it's so easy I have read John more than any other book in the Bible, and not because I wanted to reread it for, you know, it's because I read it, and then I go back and I read it, and then I go back and because it just, it seems simple, but it's deep. It's, it it's It's like, uh, like the Microsoft Word. It seems like, well, you just type, but it's so deep. There's so much stuff that goes on, and there's, so, and it just, my mind gets into these things of like, okay, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was, and, and it's like, just say what you mean, buddy. Quit yeah. being so floral and stuff like that. Where do you fall on that? Is is John to you? Do you see it as the easy gospel to it's simple and easy, or how do you look at that? So I agree with you. Typically, for a new Christian, I would say start with the book of Mark. Mark jumps right into the life of Christ. Um, Mark's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, yes. all action, Just all action very jumps right yeah, into it. Yeah, uh, into into the life of Christ. Uh, I, then I recommend going on to John. I do like because now you've got you've got a picture of who Jesus was through Mark and through his eyes. And Mark really, Mark really dives 
dives into it really brings out some beautiful things in the life of Christ, what he did, his miracles, and uh, you know just some of his great statements that he makes. But but uh, but then once you've kind of got an idea and a picture of, of who Christ is, then I like John because then again, yeah. in the beginning was the word. Well, and, and I so. love what you were talking about with the the Greek philosophy and the the people. You you look at these Greeks who loved debate they loved to pull things apart and logic was a massive part of their culture they didn't understand god yahweh as we understand god jehovah they didn't have that but they knew it was there they could see it and it's that's yeah. what i love about god is like i don't have to be a christian to get the christian message you yes. know it's there because if i do i mean heaven help us that we have to go and talk to everybody and give them that message god can the Holy Spirit can reach anybody? So when you look yes. at someone and say, "Oh, they're hopeless," no, no, they're, they're not. not. They might not understand what they're hearing. Yeah, but they can get that message, and it doesn't change what the message is. It's just how we receive it. You know, I was I was looking at something the other day, and and uh, I was watching a sporting event, and I'm thinking, okay, uh, I know another person. They never watch any sporting events, so they could they couldn't care less who is in the Super Bowl, much less who wins the Super Bowl or the World Series or anything. And I'm like, but this is important. But then I look at stuff like, you know, who won the national or international cricket World Cup? I have no idea, but there's there's probably a billion people on the planet who know that because it's so huge in other places. And it's, yeah. where is my importance? What do I put in it? And, and it, it doesn't change what the event is. It's just all my interpretation of the event. And so we've got this Christmas thing going on and for somebody like you said it, it's there's you know two seasons in amber's house there's not christmas and then christmas and not christmas i'm thinking is very small yes in amber's mind oh yes yes <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know we, we uh she starts setting up the christmas tree before halloween is even over she's like okay it's, it's time for the christmas tree yeah 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 some and, people are like what that's crazy yeah and but, my mom's christmas tree hasn't been down literally for about five years it's been up she's never even taken it down so <laughs> there you go amber there's yeah the, the, challenge don't give her any issued her yeah Come on. Uh, so um so i love that the fact that that we can reach people through this and uh, you know and christmas is here and, and we're doing this christmas show and and i want to take a little bit of break because go figure i've gone a little bit longer than i i thought i would yep. so i'm going to throw it to you i i uh, i was originally i thought we we're going to do some striper reason for the season because it's christmas now. day and then I looked back and I saw that I did that last year for my Christmas, uh, pre-Christmas show. So this year, it's not necessarily uh, a Christmas song. And oh my gosh, I just realized that I forgot the word of the week. We'll come back to the word of the week after the Christmas song. Please remind me uh, word of the week because I actually plan on this one. But um, I asked Aaron, what do you think for uh, a song? And he, uh, he said, oh, we are messengers. And the song is Image of God. So we're going to give you about 90 seconds of Image of God. We'll come back to talk about that. We'll come back to give you our word of the week and to talk a little bit more about this whole Christmas thing. So here's We Are Messengers. We'll be back in 90 seconds. Only one can show us who we are. We are made, made in the image of, made in the image of God. Beautiful shades of love. We are made, made in the image of, made in the image of God. That's where the light comes from, yeah. We all need the same medicine. 
There you go. And so um, that was the, uh, with Vince Gill playing, there's a couple of, of versions. That's the, the Vince Gill version. But Aaron, what was it that uh, that stood out to you on that song? Well, I, We Are Messengers is probably one of my one of my favorite groups uh, right now. I, I really enjoy listening to them. But one of the things that really stuck out in this was, you know, he opens it up with, you know, I've got a broken heart in my chest. And he's, he's searching through life. He's searching for meaning. He's just He's hopeless. I, I love that. What was it that you said? That that phrase. It, you're not a, a a dope dealer. Oh yeah, a, yeah. You're uh, a, a, instead of a hopeless dope dealer, I'm a dopeless hope dealer. Yeah, and, and but but here's this guy. He his his background. The lead singer of, of this is of this band was he for years was a was an alcoholic and uh, he ended up finding and giving his life to the Lord and. Uh, I can, I can hear it. You know, I've heard his testimony before, but I can really hear it so much in this song because mm-hmm. he's talking about, you know, I, I can just imagine him or even myself at, at that. There's been times where, where we felt hopeless. Mm-hmm. Like I, there, there's no way. How can God love me for some of the things that I've done? How yeah. God, how can you love me? And just that hopeless situation. But then there's that realization that he says that I was made in the image of God. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that it's it's that father that he's picturing that father that good father that loves his child and, and we are we are made in the image of God we are created by God we're made in the image of God and we may be or you may be right now person who's listening you may be feel like you're in a hopeless situation but let me tell you you're you're not hopeless because you are made in the image of God and God loves you yeah that's why John we just talked earlier in the early part of this podcast we talked about John one one. Where in the book of John, well, John goes on to, later, he writes the words that Jesus says in John three sixteen, which just about anybody going to church or not going to church knows it's that, that God so loved the world. Why did he love us? Why did he love us so much? Because he created us. We're his creation. He's our father. Yeah. And we're his child. And we are made in the image of God. And no matter what hopeless situation you're going through, know this, where you, you may feel unloved, you may feel like you're unworthy. You may feel like that 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 uh, that you don't deserve God's love. Guess what? None of us do. Yeah. None of us were worthy of it, but God loved us so much. And if you need that love, you got to go to the right source. I mean, if, if I'm it. hungry and I go to you know the the, the laundromat, I'm not going to find a lot to eat there. You go to the you know the fridge, the store, something like that. I in the first verse he says, I try to shake. You know, he's talking about the heaviness. Try yeah. to shape it, flipping through my phone. How often? Have I tried to find hope or answers in the phone or Absolutely. something? And, and, you know, I've said this before, people, but listen, right now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to your, 
your your TV, your Direct TV, your Dish, your streaming service, whatever it is. And I want you to find and just search for news. Get rid of all the news channels. I don't care if it's MSNBC or Fox or whatever it is you're listening to. You can't do anything about that stuff. And they're only trying to sell advertising and get you freaked out by something that's a skewed story, no matter Absolutely. who it is. You're that's getting right. only part of it. Don't do that. It's not gonna. You're not gonna find the answer on Facebook. No. You're not gonna find joy on Facebook or on Instagram or on anything because not enough people are putting smiley pictures of no. their babies. They're angry about something, and <laughs> yeah. and so just get rid of all that stuff. Now I can tell you this: if you go and follow our Instagram, you will see a picture of me not wearing a tie or a bow tie, and <laughs> and you will if you follow my personal one. You're gonna see a lot of pictures of fat little uh, grandkids in uh, Oregon. <laughs> and Hawaii. So, you know, I can give you some joy there, but but you're not going to find it flipping through your phone. And, and then no. he puts in the bridge. It says, we fall apart. We all lose sight of heaven, but still your love is chasing us. Like, dude. Yeah. That's a beautiful image. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. I am just, you know. Not that it gives us an excuse to go out and do what's wrong. Because, oh, well, we know if I do it wrong, God's always going to love yeah. you. He's always going to love you. He does, yeah. And, and it's not just, he's not waiting for me to come home. He's chasing me. Exactly. He's like, I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's for you, uh, listener Dave. Uh, <laughs> uh, anytime I ask for a recommendation from uh, from intern Dave, it's always, I'm going to get you, sucker. He, he loves <laughs> that movie for some reason. I still haven't watched uh -oh. it. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, the check door out. Door is a jar. <laughs> check door out. Is a jar. Check out uh, We Are Messengers, uh, Image of God. Uh, great album. And if you can listen to him talk, he's from Ireland. So come on, people. Oh, he talks yeah. about Jesus. Oh. Ah, it's lovely. Um, oh, so I there. promised you that we would have our word of the week because I forgot it. And our word of the week this week, surprisingly enough, on Christmas Day is nativity. So here's what I've got for you. I've got some options on what nativity might mean. So nativity might be a lack of experience or wisdom or judgment. That is answer number A. Answer number B is uh, the birth of Jesus uh, Christ. And answer number C is is a person born in a specified place or associated with a place by birth um, or whatnot, it's, you know, where they come from. Answer D is your mama. So go ahead and uh, text your answers in 760-608-1942. Uh, somebody's gonna win some Starbucks. Um, Aaron, what, what uh, answer should we get? Uh, pick a number between uh, one and six. Uh, who should get the... Uh, all right, the Starbucks. Between one and six. Let's go with three. The third answer to come in is uh, is going to get this uh, Starbucks. So uh, there you go. Check that out and let me know what it is. Remember, when you text me, let me know your name. Don't just text me because your number might come up if you're not in my book. Give me your number so that way I can know who you are um, and uh, I'll get a hold of you to give the uh, the the Starbucks to our first winner. It was really fun because nobody wanted to get it. They kept on passing it down the line. We finally got it to uh, Jonathan in Texas. So Jonathan, congratulations for being our first ever word of the week contest All winner. Texas. All Tejas. the way from Tejas. Yeah. What? Yeah. Nice. I told Aaron, I asked how he wanted to be introduced. I said, Texas thug. He said, no, but uh, so Jonathan, you can be Texas thug. Uh, anyhow, uh, check it out. Uh, send in your answers and maybe you, will be our lucky winner uh, of some Starbucks. So the the con the com concept of in the beginning was the word, you know, stuck out to me, but you wrapped up your message that first week in December by saying you you were talking about tradition. And you made the comment if you sit on tradition you never stand for Christ. 
Yeah. What did you mean by that? Well, uh, just as sometimes we get stuck in our traditions, and we, you know, not not that um, not that traditions are bad. Traditions are not a bad thing. All of us have traditions. In fact, traditions can be a great thing because it's a reminder of mm-hmm. of, of good things. Of Do good this times. in remembrance yeah, of me. Exactly. And so, yeah, I mean, communion is a great is a great thing. It's it is. It is a tradition of the church in which we do, and so it's. But we do it because we're remembering what Jesus did. Because he's, for one, it's it's command. He said, "Do this in remembrance of me." <laughs> and so, so you always want to obey Jesus. It's a good but, idea. Yeah, it's a good idea. But, uh, but, but, the thing, the fact of the matter is that sometimes traditions, if we if we're stuck in traditions, then we won't stand for for truth. We won't stand necessarily for God in the right way. Yeah. And because some, there's a lot of people that are stuck in tradition. Well, this is the way I've always done it. This is it was good enough for for me back then. Mm-hmm. It's good enough for me today. Okay, but what if God is wanting to do something different in you or through you? Yeah. And it is pushing you out of your comfort zone of what you used to do or what you always have done. If you sit in tradition, you're not going to stand for Jesus. Because tradition is always looking in the past. Right. It's meant for something we remember. Something that that was that was something good that happened in our past. Something we've always done. We we do it because we we enjoyed this thing. We we do Christmas every year. It's it's a wonderful tradition. We know the meaning of Christmas, but do we know the meaning of Christmas? Well, and that's and so, you know what I looked at my my family. We were traditionally Christians. Yes. Both on my father's side and my mother's side, and <clears throat> my grandmothers both of them were uh very religious ladies yeah. uh, grandma on, on the dad's side was presbyterian grandma on the mom's side was uh, uh greek orthodox but very and and they had these traditions so my parents brought us up but that's all it was yeah. it was a tradition we went we could tell and and i just had a conversation at thanksgiving with my wife and my mom and we were trying to break something down. My mom asked the question, well, well, who was, how do we know who's the first person? And we said, well, well, who do you think it is, mom? Well, Jesus was the first person. No, mom, a little before Jesus. Uh, Mary and Joe, that's right. It's like, no, mom, remember Adam and Eve. But she had gone so traditional and stuff, she just, she didn't pay attention. She just took it. And I know a lot of people, their faith is, well, they don't have faith. They have religion. And it's a tradition of religion that this is what I do, but I don't know why. Uh, I went to my cousin's daughter. Yeah. She had her first communion, and they were raised Catholic. And I said, what does this mean? He said, well, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've done this. And, and he didn't know. He was having his daughter go through it. He didn't know why. It was just what you do. Yeah. And and that's not faith. No. That's that's not that's, faith that's at all. That's religion. Yeah, completely. And, and, and religion doesn't religion get is, you saved. It does not get you saved. It's the Religion <laughs> does not. Because there's many, there's many religions but the truth is, is there's only really one relationship, and that should be with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so when we say, you know, when we, we talk about Christianity, it's it should not, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. And so tradition, some people that get stuck in tradition, that's that's why the Jews missed it. They missed their Messiah, the one they've been looking for, mm-hmm. for, for generation after generation, hundreds of generations. They had been looking for and longing for a Messiah, and they missed the one they were looking for because they were stuck in tradition. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the law that was given. In fact, Jesus says, I, I don't come to abolish it, but to fulfill the law, mm-hmm. to fulfill the, the 
everything that they were doing to try to get to a place where where they could be right with God. Yeah. All these these Jesus said, I I'm the perfect spotless lamb that was sacrificed. I I've come to fulfill those things. Yeah. But it was different. To, it, that was different. And so a lot of times we get stuck in this that, well, this is the way it's always been. Well, listen, folks, times change. If we look, if we try to do church the same way that we did, you know, 50, 60 years ago, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Because, because the time changed. That doesn't mean that we change the message. The message never changes. But sometimes the method does. Yeah. It's a different world today that we live in, in this, in the sense, in the regards that, that now, back maybe 50, 60 years ago, you had one working parent in the home. Mm-hmm. You had the the father who would go to the work, and the mother was home with the children, and so then, but then even then, there wasn't all these things going on. Even on weekends, they were respectful of Wednesday nights or mid, which was a typical midweek service or Thursday if your church did Thursdays, and then you had Sunday morning and Sunday night. Well, a lot of people think that well. You don't have Sunday night church. Well, man, we're really missing God. You don't like, well, no, that's not the truth. There's, there's a different method. Mm-hmm. A lot of times churches that realize this, adopt this because of people's schedules changing. They say, well, how am I going to reach it? But if I'm stuck in tradition, then I'll sit in this way. This is the way it's always been done. This is the way it, it's, it was. If it's good enough then, it's, gonna, it's good enough for today. Yeah. And the message is yes, but the method sometimes has to change. And we look, you know, in recovery, it's easy to look and say, all right, I want things to be, I wish that my life wasn't so horrible. I wish that I didn't wake up with this hangover or, you know, I had money instead of, you know, throwing it away on whatever it is. If we don't change, it's not going to change. And that, that comfortable tradition of addiction, we don't necessarily like it, but we get it. Yes. Uh, you think about people in abusive relationships and they go from one abusive relationship to another because that's what they understand. That's how it looks. And they think, all right, well, if I just change this face of the person who's abusing me, it's different. And it's not. And and we have to be willing to get out of that area. I mean, everybody needs to go to the bathroom, but don't stay in the bathroom. Do yeah. your job, <laughs> flush it down, and then come no. back out yeah. and, and, and get back with life and you know do those things different things and like it we're not bashing tradition no, we're not no, bashing having you know things that you do and that's a wonderful thing but understanding why yes. we have it is important and 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 some things we want to do but you know yeah. like you said on your your message that day you know we we do christmas on december 25th people know that yeah it's an arbitrary date based on yeah. non-christian data exactly that, that assigned that date um, Easter, you know, same thing. It's just, you yeah. know, these are arbitrary things. And, you know, like you said about the, uh, we use nativity yeah. um, for our word of the week. And here's a little hint for you here. Yeah. In the nativity scene, you know, we talk about that. And and uh, can you remember what you said that day about the nativity oh, yeah. scene? Yeah, tradition tradition shows that in, in, in a traditional nativity scene, it shows which I'm looking at. Yeah, right we got now. one right here. It got it right here. The yeah. traditional nativity scene has has what characters? Besides, Here's these three liars. It, yeah, it has, <laughs> it has it has well the baby Jesus and yeah. Mary and Joseph. Yeah, typically it'll, small, sometimes it'll have an angel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it'll have an it'll have an angel, but it has uh, shepherds. We know that, but it also shows the wise men. Well, tradition tells us that oh yeah, all of those they were all there, but the truth of the matter is they weren't. Because no, the Heathen. wise men, the wise Blasphemy. men. I know exactly. The wise men 
were not there at the birth of Jesus. That's why Herod killed all the kids two and under. Had them all, all killed. That was but they came to see the baby years. and give him a present. But they came. Yeah, for his birthday. They, for his Well, not necessarily. And so it was, uh, they finally made it there. But based on the time that, that they were explaining to Herod, when they saw the star that they followed, Herod put it together and, and even mm-hmm. pulled in his his smart guys, so to speak, yeah. and and to look at the prophecy, look at all this, and he said, "Oh well, man, this this must have happened about two years ago." Or so, but it said said that they based on the time and frame in which they left and traveled, they traveled from a yeah. very far place, not on an airplane, no, not in a car. They didn't have GPS either to <clears throat> yeah. show, say exactly right where is that. So they actually didn't show up at the manger, but they actually showed up at Mary and Joseph's home, which was, which is. Typically, probably about two years later after the birth of Jesus. So, and not in Bethlehem. Yeah, so we could sit on tradition and, and say, oh, well, the wise men. Someone say, well, oh, great. Well, now my my major scene is, is a bunch of hypocrisy. It's not even true. It's not, listen, it's we get it. You know, don't don't freak out and start throwing the wise men out. All right? <clears throat> yeah. Because the old cliche, wise men still seek him. Yeah. But, that's, but the fact of the matter is that we can get all hung up on tradition and we, we lose sight of why we do what we do. Yeah. So when we sit on tradition, we won't stand for what Jesus wants us to stand for and to, to declare. Yeah, and that's that's what's important. I mean, I always yeah. tell my kids in class, it's not so much the what as it is the why. You know, I don't care exactly. when the war happened. I care why the war happened. I don't care who, you know, did this. I care why did they do that because that's where we understand. We understand yeah. in the why. Um, and, and, and we... I think it's imperative that we understand why we are doing the things we're doing. Why are we celebrating the birth of Christ? Um, and one of the things that always bothers me, because I love Christmas. It's great. You know, it's, I love the cold and all that. But I think about it, and it's like, okay, yeah, this is the best time of the year. Yeah, the birth of Christ was great. Yeah. But resurrection is so much more important because everybody was born. Yeah. You know, at some point we were all oh, born. Lord. But I don't know anybody else who was resurrected. And save the world because of that, exactly. you know. And and so, you know, it, it's great to have all these traditions and all this stuff. But but let's keep the big picture in mind, and that this is just the beginning of, you know, exactly. what's to come and and what we need to do. Right. Um, so, cool. All right. Okay. It, any other closing thoughts? Uh, just just this is that our hope is not found in presence, but it's found in the the presence of Jesus. Yeah, and so just want to really encourage you. Get in God's word. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, you know, well, you know, God doesn't talk to me. I don't hear God, God speaking to me. But Hebrews tells us that God's word is living. It's active. It's alive. In the beginning, as John says, in the beginning was the word, the Logos word, Jesus. He was in the beginning. So I, I really highly encourage people. You know, if you want to hear from God, get in His word. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to get closer to God, get in His Word, spend time in prayer. If you want to find hope in a hopeless situation, get in His Word, get in, in spend time in prayer with God. Yeah, because it's not that God's not talking; it's just that I'm not listening. listening. My 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 parents would be talking, but sometimes yeah. I would tune them out. Well, just like Charlie Brown's teachers. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. All right, well. Um, if, uh, if you want more of this guy's face, uh, every Sunday, pretty much, he's on uh, the interwebs yep. doing a message. How can people, how can people find? Well, so, so one way is you can, you can download our church app. We do have a church app. It's RCA Church, Ridgecrest, California. That's one word, Ridgecrest, California. Or 
you can go online uh, to our website at rcachurch.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, RCA Church, or uh, and we're also on Instagram and the Twitter and all that. Yeah. Good little. Yeah. So if media. you're looking, you want to find a guy that looks a little bit like a leprechaun <laughs> but taller, uh, shiny head, uh, fuzzy face, uh, and and that's your man. Um, Aaron, thanks so much oh, for being here. Thank Merry you, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, and uh, to you and yours. And look, somebody, give someone a hug right now, people, because, you know, it is Christmas. And uh, what I suggest you do, too, go through your phone. Find someone you haven't talked to in a long time. They might be lonely right now. Uh, a lot of people yeah. sitting lonely on a Christmas, and uh, just a text or a call or a, a funny face that you can send them uh, might brighten their day and, and make all the difference. Uh, Make sure you hit the right emojis, though, on those oh, smiling yeah. faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Aaron, Aaron and I uh, did some, some wrong emojis today. So I, what did I send you? I sent tooth oh, and a little... Tooth. Yeah, like I meant a, to send you a thumbs up, but for whatever reason, my fat thumb hit the... Uh, well, it, it hit the, the phone emoji. I've yeah. never seen that one before. Yeah, I sent you... Yeah. A, I got you sent me a, a peacock, a peac apple juice... Yeah, a little juice box. A little juice box. Yeah, That's awesome. it's fun. Maybe send yeah. some people some wrong emojis. It's a fun <laughs> game to play, too. Um, and uh, follow us on our our, uh, our social media. Don't forget to email or text in your answer, 760-608-1942. Text that answer. Or if you're lonely right now and you've got no one, give me a call. Um, I'm just sitting around probably eating more sugar right now than I need to. So call me. <laughs> I will I will talk to you uh, and, and, and give you a little bit of company. Uh, you can text us 760-WALLS-CA to uh, give to the ministry and help support us financially, or you can go to MessItUpPodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron button, and it'll take you to our Patreon page. We really thank you so much. Uh, next show is going to be our, our year-end wrap-up, and then we'll have a, a look to the future and um, some other things coming in 2022. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's incredible. That. And uh, if you are around Ridgecrest, don't forget the New Year's Eve bash at RCA Church, 6 o'clock. Them again is going to be playing some music and then sober karaoke until midnight. Oh, uh, it's it, them again. Yeah, it's yeah. them again. Yeah. Come uh, on now. So uh, we look forward to seeing you. Have a great Christmas, and um, we'll see you next time we mess it up. Merry Christmas. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.